It's that time again. Welcome to this afternoon with Andy Last. How's it going? Hope you guys are all having a f- cool day. Yeah, I'm still using the same music bed. It is February 10th, 2015. I wish I had read some news or did something, but I I had such a busy evening that instead of properly planning today's show, I did absolutely nothing. So I hope Mike Mendoza, aka Hoo-Ha, is listening today because he said he had a legitimate um, segment, synth segment for the show. And I hope he does because I have absolutely nothing planned. I came home late, I fell asleep, I woke up, and... uh, Oh, I read that thing about Spider-Man, that's cool. So they finally made that deal official that Spider-Man's going to be part of the Marvel Universe. Uh, That makes me happy because... I wasn't too fond of the other Spider-Man reboot they did there. Fuck you! Yep, still working. I'm slowly getting the hang of my soundboard, but I made a mistake today when I was programming the samples, and uh, unfortunately, they all play in full. See, I had to program it correctly, so it's only going to play when I hold the button down. But right now, it plays the whole sample, so if I do Clarence Boddicker, fuck you. Oh, fuck no, you. That's a, <laughs> that's a goat. <laughs> All right, sorry, I just played my goat sound. By the way, I have a goat sound. It's not bad. I don't know what my use for it's going to be, but uh, I, I think it's pretty cool. Check this out. And, uh, what else do we got here? We got this. Fuck you! Hey, we already played that one. Anyways, guys, I hope you're having a great day. I have a bit more music today so I can, um, get my way through all the technical problems. Because yesterday we had a lot of stupid problems. I think I have some of them ironed out, but... Now, someone on the message board just says your goat sounds like a vuvuzela. I don't even know what that is. Is that an instrument? You know, I should program that to be on the keyboard as different keys, and then I could actually play a whole song with my goat sound. All right, here we go. The goat is falling. And then someone has to take the goat out of its misery. All right. All right, let's listen. (laughs) Fuck me. The bottom line is I really shouldn't be doing this. But uh, if you are happy with the sounds of someone using a silencer to shoot a goat, let's do that again. All right. So that's the kind of show you've tuned into. Fuck you. All right, man. Well, what uh, what do you guys want to listen to? I'm not actually asking uh, because I already have it. 
already have it planned here, but uh, we're going to do a little bit of this old Betamax track. This is uh, this is a little song called Contra. guys how's it going let's uh turn on some music bed here someone's saying i sound like max headroom did you know that max headroom was canadian it's a little trivia for you that's right it's a canadian actor and they put all this rubber shit on his face i should remind people that this show has uh offensive content fuck you um 
And at the moment, I've commissioned the very talented Dallas Campbell to produce a um, a warning message similar to the one that I play at the start of Beyond Synth. Just so people know, all right, that this is the sort of show where you hear things like this. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! So how does everybody feel about the whole Spider-Man thing, man? That's today's big news. Actually, it was yesterday's big news. But I'm uh, I'm super stoked, and I look forward to seeing uh, Spider-Man integrated into the Marvel Universe, and I think they're going to do a better job. And I think it's going to be pretty cool. Although I think they're going to have the same issue they have right now at DC, where they sort of have to reintroduce a character but do it backwards. You know how DC with their whole Batman and Spider-Man thing, you know? They, uh... Batman Spider-Man. Fucking Batman and Superman, right? Where they're sort of bringing the Justice League in first and then giving people their own standalone films. Uh, and that's what they're sort of going to have to do with Spider-Man. Sort of bring him in. And if they bring him in during the whole Civil War storyline, uh, essentially... Spoiler alert, but uh, Spider-Man plays a, a part in that that would sort of change the character of Spider-Man. So then if they all of a sudden make a new Spider-Man trilogy building off of that, I'm being a big nerd. Fuck you! Let's talk about something else. You know, guys, I gotta say, I am uh, a little sleepy today. And I hope I don't put you guys to sleep. I know some people are listening and it's like six in the fucking morning. That's Dream Fiend I'm talking about specifically. He told me this is 6 a.m. right now in Australia. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti has suggested that I talk about UFOs. I've got this whole thing set up. Oh, it's 3 a.m.? Then what the hell is Dream Fiend talking about? Sorry, I, <laughs> I should point out to anyone listening to the show afterwards, if you ever hear me just randomly shout something out as if I'm having a conversation with like an invisible person it's because I'm just looking at the message board and I'll see a message and I will just respond as if someone's talking to me so just in case it gets a little confusing to people that's what is going on I'm gonna play another track we're having a fucking good time Jaunter says, I'm at work. I'm replacing eyes with After Effects at the moment. Well, I hope I can uh, can guide you through that process. I know I, uh, I use After Effects quite a bit, and I listen to Synthwave. I listen to podcasts to keep myself interested. Uh, I was actually doing some eye replacement the other day, but I was replacing them with the glowing eyes. So I guess it wasn't really replacement so much as it was more of an effect. But I still had to do some... some some tracking, some motion tracking there, the pupils, to make sure I could add the glow just right. Uh, it's all very exciting stuff. Um, I bet you guys feel the same way about that. Let's listen to a track that I really like. It's called Delta Protocol by Mega Drive.
That song is cool. I'm a big fan of that track. It's called uh, Delta Protocol, and uh, it's pretty cool, man. Mega Drive's a cool guy. Had him on the podcast. Was that season one or season two? I think it was season two. And uh, we had a good talk. He was a sort of secretive dude, but he makes a lot of really kick-ass music. I also have to apologize. As you know, I'm still trying to figure this fucking thing out, and I realized that I think a few Skype notification sounds ended their... Uh, ended their... What? What am I trying to say? You heard some fucking Skype noise while I was playing the Mega Drive song, and I apologize both to you and to Mega Drive. But I was merely chatting with um, Marco Merrick, and I'm going to have him uh, come on the show right now. Hey, Marco. Hey, how you going, Andy? Hey, I'm good. Hey, how everyone. Oh, don't say hi to them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck you! How you doing? Hey, what time wait, What time is it over there in Australia? Oh, it's about 3.20 a.m. Yeah, I was just um, just working on the show, listening to some music, and, and I saw your post. I was like, oh, damn. I'll have to tune in now. I can't miss out on some fun. <laughs> <laughs> some I know shenanigans. It, it's just so fucking tricky picking a time, you know what I mean? Like, there's always all these people who uh, you just can't totally reach because Tell of just... About a, it. Yeah. I know. Because, I, I mean, like... problem with my show. Yeah. When, you, when you do Synthetic Sundays, what time is it for you? It's uh, 10 p.m., that's not on too a bad. Sunday night, right? Yeah, but, then when but you... if it goes, if I do a long show, like yeah. an eight-hour eight show, it's like <laughs> finishes at like six a.m. and I got to go to work the next day, so I'm like, <laughs> fuck. But um, but so that's why I try to do the longer shows, shows, because that way I can, you know, at least get people at a certain point, you know, even if they catch the end, it might suit them. So, you know, the longer the show, the more chance you got of getting the target audience. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because I, whenever I listen to your show, I usually tune in. It's usually around like 11 a.m. my time for uh, for a few yeah. hours, but I guess yeah, that, yeah, that does make sense. I was thinking about maybe doing like a, like a rebroadcast. You know what I mean? Like have the live one, but then also like play it again later. For 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 this show. Yeah, I don't know. What am I? I'm just yeah. yeah I was listening to the one you uploaded from yesterday on SoundCloud, and I was like, damn, I missed out on it. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> well, whatever. I mean if. I don't. I still don't know. Today is like this is the test week, so I want to see if this actually works. That is something I can actually do every day. I, I know it sounds sort of ambitious, but really, it's live. It takes an hour. It's not written down. It's not edited. You know. Well, you got to do it every day now. This is crazy. Always raising the bar. So what? Fuck off. Oh, that's it. I'm going to do a show every day as well. Then. Fuck. Yeah, but right, dude, you want to play that game? Yeah. Why, why don't you just take one of your episodes and cut it up into seven pieces, and you have a whole seven day schedule? Actually, that'd probably be smarter. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't do. Oh, I don't know. You do it every day. <laughs> People like what you do, Marco. So it, you're doing the right thing. Fuck yeah, you. No, thanks, man. Thanks. That's. I uh, appreciate that. Um. We should get Hoo Ha on the show. What's what's Mike doing? Is he even him on the chat. here today? Yeah, he was just he's just like, look at the chat. He's right there. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all a bunch of nonsense. Apparently, he has an actual uh, segment. Well, let's see here. Let's uh, 
Add him to the call if he's around. Yeah, let's add him. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Analog wigs. <laughs> so what's your plan today? You're just going to go to work? Yeah, I got the late start, so I was just up late listening to music, trying to get shit sorted for the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the usual stuff, staying up all night, you know. Mike Mendoza's Mendoza. Mendoza. <laughs> <Good old> Mike <laughs> Mendoza. Oh, call failed. Mike he's says busy. That he's busy. Oh, he's uh, too busy for us. Okay, fine. Yeah, fuck him. He's I know. Just hot shit. He's got a job at the box factory. <laughs> I'm not totally kidding. I I think he's actually. Oh, is he, to... oh shit! Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Oh no, it's fun. Sorry, Mike. Well, <laughs> it's not actually a box factory, but I think it's a factory where there are boxes. But then one could argue that most factories do have boxes. Let's try and add Mike again. I wish there was an easier way to. Oh, there, there we go. I'm just gonna sit here, listen to this music bed. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still figuring out what a good volume is for the music bed, you know, if it's too loud or too quiet. Are you about to go to sleep? I was going to, yeah, and then, um... Well, why don't you, uh, tell me about the weather in Australia right now? Well, we've just had this, uh, crazy heat wave. Um, it's been so hot. Had about three weeks worth of over 32 degrees Celsius every day. Which, uh, let me just Google that and find out what that is in Fahrenheit for all the Americans over there. Oh, fuck them. I'm Canadian. I know. <laughs> I'm so used to having it's, to do it all It's time. warm, so it's, is what Mark was trying to say. over 90. Oh, over 90. Oh. oh, shit. Is that Mike? Could be. Hey, man. Hey. How you doing? Marco. Hey, how you going, brother? I love your uh, Skype picture. It's Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I like Andy's as well. <laughs> oh, Batman. Yeah, that's still. You know what? Honestly, even though they've made a lot of improvements over the years in like the new Batman movies to like the you know the mobility of the costume, and I still like the way Michael Keaton looks in his costume the best. I think that's still yeah. like my favorite. I like how tall the horns are. I think his like his face and jaw like look good. I like the shape of the cowl, like everything about it. He's um, very sexy, very sexy. I like how his fake muscles look as well, his pecs especially. Well, I like uh, the weird ones even though, like in Batman Returns, how he has these sort of like Art Deco abs, where they're not, they don't look like abs, they just, they're like these kind of lines and stuff, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's cool. Hey, Mike! Am I wrong for liking George Clooney's costume? Yes. Like the sheeny, shiny? Uh, yeah, like because, it. you know, know what? I especially like Robin's costume. I fucking love Robin's costume in that movie. No, <laughs> if you, no, see, if you watch it, man, like I watched Batman and Robin the other day, so I, I'm wrong for that. Um, <laughs> the 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 costumes in like the Schumacher era are really wobbly. That's the thing. Like honestly, if you watch the final yeah, shot, like when they're running, yeah, a Batman forever slow motion, and like their ears are like born. It's, it's it's horse shit. Like, and I'm going to make, I'm going to officially make this announcement on this show. A few months ago, I made uh, a proclamation that I believe that, well, because everyone always says, you know, Batman and Robin's the worst movie ever, but Batman Forever's okay. And to me, I said, and this is how I truly feel, that they're both, I, love that I hate, I hate, I hate them both. I think they're both terrible. I think mm. Batman Forever is just as bad as Batman and Robin. Oh. For, and, now I've changed my opinion. 
I think Batman and Robin is better than Batman Forever, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because Batman and Ro- Bat- Batman and Robin is just a stupid, shitty film from start to finish. Whereas Batman Forever is like inconsistent. It's like trying to be serious some moments, but then you've got these like wacky moments where. Jim Carrey's like kicking bombs around and it's playing baseball sound effects and it plays like the umpire, like the up at the bat music and then he spits oh, and you hear what like. I a- like I like the Jim Carrey. But that's it's so it's at odds with like when they're trying to be like dark and serious and then it's like this mix of this super super silly like other stuff. Whereas I, Batman I think and Robin, Jim Carrey does a better job than Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like saying, considering how silly Fuck they you. are. Yes, but I think having watched Batman and Robin again, since it's just start to finish stupid, it's a more consistently shitty film, which makes me like it more because it's just it's just dumb from start to finish. And yeah. since I'm a fan of like the '60s show. If you watch Batman and Robin as if it's more of an interpretation of like the 1960s Batman than like good Batman, it actually kind of works, works in yeah. a weird way because it's just so dumb. The, the neon, the black light stuff. See, I never hated the neon. I just didn't like the movies. Like I just <laughs> that was my problem. Like I like neon. Right? We're in the we're in the neon scene. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. You said you had a, a synth segment for me. I do. I'd like to talk about some synth stuff. Um, but, you know, all that went away when I found out that uh, Marvel made a deal with Sony. Yeah, isn't that bring awesome? Spider-Man into the Marvel Comics universe. It's cool, man. I like it. Let's talk about that. That's my segment. What? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's Look. my intro to my segment. Well, I'm happy about it. I'm like, I'll be honest. I can separate my opinion from a movie if it's entertaining. So like I watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 over the holidays. I found it to be an entertaining film. It didn't bore me, but I hated every single decision they made in the film. Like I didn't like the way the villains looked. I didn't like their motivations. I didn't like there's just so much about it. I didn't like, but at the same time, I still thought, well, it was an entertaining movie. Um, but I'm really happy for them to just reboot this. This I, I, I haven't been happy with the last two Spider-Man films. Yeah, if just we don't. have to watch another origin story, I'm going to kill myself. They won't. They won't. That's the one thing I think they're guaranteed they won't do. They should just handle it the way they did um, the... Uh, Hawkeye? No, the uh, fucking the, the Incredible <laughs> Hulk movie with Edward Norton. How like he oh, was yeah. just a Hulk and they sort of did the origin story in the credits, like the opening Flashbacks. credits. That's the way to do it. What do you what do you think, Marco? Is he asleep? Oh, just about, just about. <laughs> um, Marco doesn't care. Oh, you actually are falling asleep. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Mike. What, what what's your two cents here? How do you feel about it? Is Mike still there? Is he gone now? Mike's gone. You need to go to sleep. How about I let you go play a song and then Michael fixes microphone and then maybe we'll uh, bring him up after a track. <laughs> okay, How about that? Sure. But you yeah, you have a good. you have a lovely rest. It was nice to speak with you. Yeah, you too, mate. Have a have a good show. I'll I'll uh, I'll speak to you tomorrow probably. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. I don't care if the same fucking like three people call again? in every day. Oh, he's there. He's oh, he's back. back. He's back. And I and I was sold on the idea of going to a song though. 
Okay. Well, let me say bye to Marco in that I'm imagining you, Marco, as looking like um, Ebenezer Scrooge in various Christmas carol tales. With a little hat? Yeah, with the hat and the striped pajamas and the, like he's holding the candlestick. <laughs> well, you must know, I'm in my underwear, but, you know, I'm always in my underwear, so. Anyways, guys, listen, <laughs> I'm going to play a song and Mike, you stay on the line and we'll talk when the, when the song's done. How about that? Is he gone again? He's gone. What's he? He keeps coming in and out. Well, I better go anyway. It looks like I'm in trouble with Jazzy, so All I better right, go. I'll, I'll I'll see you later. All right, take care, dude. <laughs> see ya. That's something cool. We've been listening to all this fucking dark stuff. Ah, oh, fuck it. Let's listen to another one. Here is La Perve by Carpenter Brute. <laughs> Let's go. 
That song is awesome. Hope you guys are enjoying your afternoon, dancing to some Carpenter Brute. Or, uh, <clears throat> Le Carpenter Bleu, because remember, he is French, and they say things differently, and I believe that's how it's pronounced. I read an awesome review of Carpenter Brute's uh, third EP, and it had the funniest translations I've ever read in my life. I wish I could speak in that language. You know, when you're like reading an article that's in French and you let Google translate it for you? Some of it is amazing. At one point, they refer to his track as Saxo Furious. Oh, oh shit. I'm getting a call. Hello. Oh, uh, the delay. Damn it. I'm listening. To- <laughs> this is like listening on the radio. Sorry. Sorry. Let me get off this page. <laughs> How's it going? Uh- Oh man, sorry. My, so I apologize for my lack of professionalism, folks. I had it running in the background. Oh, it's going good, man. How are you? Introduce yourself. Uh, this is uh, this is Joe from the Ozone Nightmare, one of the uh, one of the co-hosts of the Ozone Nightmare podcast. And you also and, uh, host another one that uh, that I've been on. Oh yes, times. yes, yes. Jesus, my that's the Ozone skills. Late Night. Yep, we recorded. Late night, which you you were just uh, the part two just came out yesterday. So what's going on? In your neck of the woods. Nothing, man, but I'm glad I caught you before you started talking about Spider-Man because I got plenty to say on that topic. Are you happy so, about it? Uh, well, I think that, well, Fuck yes. Uh, number one, I think Sony destroyed the property. So, yeah, right off the bat, I'm, I'm happy Marvel has it. Um, I'm hoping that they just ditch Peter Parker. I don't know if they will, but I hope they just scrap him and go with somebody else. Ah, uh, see, that's the stuff that I... <laughs> It bugs me when I feel like we had this exact same conversation on on your podcast, but it bugs me when, you know, somebody else ruins something and then that idea can't be explored again. You know what I mean? Well, like, like I, if it, I, I don't mean that they should scrap Peter Parker as a character in the movies at all. But what I think is, OK, this is just and this is complete and utter, you know, there's no way this will ever happen. But I always liked the Batman Beyond model where mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne was the elder mentoring because right. I think Peter Parker has such name recognition almost. In the, I mean, within the comic community, especially, but like Mickey Mouse, almost everybody else, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. But we've had a set of movies that have been underwhelming is being generous. And even Spider-Man three, which we did talk some of this was not great. So and I'm being nice about that. So rather than scrap all ties to him. It's I would like to see him in the mentoring role. I mean, I I think people would accept that you could say Peter Parker was Spider-Man and something happened and we have somebody new. Right. They'll never do it. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be Peter Parker. So this is complete BS coming out of me right now. There's no way Marvel's going to do this. They're going to capitalize on Peter Parker's name because I think they have the confidence and their track record sort of backs them up that they could take a character that somebody else uh, dropped the ball on and make it great. You know, for me, like, Spider-Man is is Peter Parker, and I feel like if they finally had this opportunity to do Spider-Man right, and then instead of doing the Peter Parker version, they, like, sort of reinvented as some other stupid character, it would feel kind of, like, cheating or something. Like, I just, I just would, I just, I wouldn't be happy with that. No, I, and I understand that, and I don't, I don't, I, let me put it like this. It's not going to bother me if it's Peter Parker again. I, I'm not against Peter Parker. Some of these people are, no, it must not be Peter Parker. This is their chance to do. You don't always have to do something different, but I do, I'm a big fan of the Spider-Man 2099 character. 
I think that's actually a really neat spin on a tired formula because Spider-Man to me has always been, he's just been done the same way for a long time and we're very familiar with it and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I thought 2099, which a lot of people crapped all over when it first came out, it's actually turned into a very good character. The Ultimate Spider-Man is fine. I really have never read it, uh, but everybody seems to like it. So I understand it's a different take on the character. And of course, I always, always, always want it to be Spider-Ham. It never will be. But to have a character Porker on the screen would be a reward in so many ways, but they're never going to go that route. So I don't really care. I guess I would like to see it, but I don't have a problem if they don't do it. It is the safe bet. It is a way to relaunch the character. So that's probably the way they're going. What I find strange, though, is knowing what the um, storyline is of Civil War. That's like a significant event in sort of Spider-Man's life, like the idea that he eventually decides to like unmask himself. And for them to start with that... But like his his entry into the Marvel universe is him doing that. It seems like such a strange place to like start his character, because then they're going in with a, a you know just a whole more series of s- superheroes in the Marvel universe that don't have secret identities. I've read a number of very good articles that have talked about before this was announced, because this is obviously brand new. But pre this announcement, that said, here's how you can do Civil War very easily, very well without Spider Man at all. So I don't think they're going to use him in Civil War the way he was used in the comics. And more importantly, they then retconned that within no time by erasing everything. It's just such a nonsensical thing because they they backed themselves into a corner in the comics and then they had to use Mephisto to get him out of it, which is all right. Uh, so I don't think that's Let me tell you, I, I uh, am always using Mephisto to get out of problems. Well, your Mephisto can can be both a benefit and a hazard, depending on how it is used. Like in the comics, when he's done well, hey, good time for everybody. Done badly, chafes in the parts you don't want. <laughs> I've been playing crazy sound effects the whole time you've been talking. Oh, good, because I can't hear him. That's going to make it even better when I hear this. So yeah, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Marvel is constrained to use him in the way that Civil War the comic did. I think they have a lot of freedom with him, and honestly... I think because of the last two Sony movies, I think people are going to give them a lot of leeway with him because just in comparison, it's going to be better, most likely, than what Sony did. It can't. God, I hope it ain't worse. Oh, by the way, I'm going to cut to a song shortly, but I did watch Captain America 2 about last week, and I thought it was fucking awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. Okay, well, we can talk more after the... I don't know when you're cutting because I'm not listening to the stream on top. Otherwise, I'm going to get caught in that... I'm going to get caught in that time vortex thing where I'm answering yeah, you you're twice. Basically, yeah, you're going to be turned down. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I watched uh, Captain America 2 and I just had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was <sighs> the right blend movie. of fun and, and humor. And I like when Captain America was like kicking people and they were like going flying around the boat and stuff. Like, I enjoy stuff like that. Oh, what a what a solid opening for a movie. Oh, no, the opening is fucking great. That was one of the great comic book or action movie whatever openings once you know he hit that boat man and he was running around the music was good the the everything the choreography was good the editing was good they did that opening sequence so well yeah man it really sets the tone for the rest of the movie yeah no it was was fucking cool i dug it um but yeah man we'll uh, we'll talk again here i'm just gonna turn you down sure but you uh stay on the line here and i'm gonna uh play another track all right i'll Sorry. I love uh, doing that. All right. You know what? We've been listening to a lot of dark stuff, and I'm going to lighten up the mood a little bit. And I know you guys all like your dark synth and stuff, but every now and again, you need a little bit of 
little bit of joy, a little bit of happiness there in your lives. So I'm going to play uh, a track that I really like, and it is something called... What the hell was I going to play? <laughs> oh yeah, this is uh, Kid Casio and a track called Telephone Line. Operator. The party you have dialed is unavailable.
Let's go back here. Hey, uh, you still there? I am still here. The show's got about 10 minutes left. I want to play a few more songs, so I'm going to give you the floor here. You've got two minutes to impress me with some sort of comment about something. Okay, uh, I'm going to... Actually, okay, if you're going to play some more music, I will talk about... Have you heard the John Carpenter album, Lost Themes? I posted this about this on Twitter yesterday, but have you heard it at all? I haven't actually listened to it yet. It's really good. It's I I was not sure when they when when he first said he was going to do this. I mean, I, I'm a big John Carpenter fan from way back. I mean, I think I got hooked big time with the thing, which of course there's a lot of. I guess the thing is, it really is. It, it's a mix of soundtracks. Let's put it that way. It's not really him. I always thought it was him, but then Halloween and all the rest of it, uh, Escape from New York, one of my favorite ones, and Big Trouble in Little China, which I bought that like 10 seconds after I saw the movie. I'm like I must own this music. So I wasn't really wasn't sure though what it was going to be like because anytime somebody does a concept album outside, especially somebody who's a director, you know, I don't know how much of his stuff came from the imagery. So it could have been like David Lynch's album, which no offense to anybody who liked David Lynch's album, but it was terrible. Uh, I <laughs> thought it was just, not, I, there was one good song in the whole thing. So I really, I kind of went into it going, all right, expect to be disappointed, but that's okay. Still supporting a neat idea. And I actually feel that it's it's a pretty solid album the whole way through. I think it's uh, it's exactly the thing that you want from Carpenter. It's, a, it's, it's modern, but it's not. He's managed to capture the feeling of a movie he never made. In, in parts, uh, I actually really, really liked the album. And I was, I was, I just set my expectations real level and uh, I've been impressed with it so far. So actually that's, uh, I would recommend that anybody who likes any of his, his score work on his films, this is more of that for movies that are either not yet made or were never made. And I think it's a neat way to do a concept album. I think he's the right type of person to do it. And I think it came out really, really well. I like it. I think that was two minutes. Yeah. Tell everybody your website and I'm going to hang right. up on you. Uh, you can find uh, the Ozone Nightmare at ozonenightmare.com. I know that's a shocking uh, URL for such a show. but um, And if you want to hear more of uh, the three-part interview or show that I did with Andy, I don't know if interview is the right word, you can find it there. Part two was out as of yesterday. Part three will be out next Monday. So, uh, Andy, thanks for having me on, man. This was fun. All right, dude. Have a good day. All right. Take it easy. All right, guys. We've been having a lot of fun here today. I'm getting that weird reverb in my uh, headphones again, which is causing me great distress because I'm trying to talk, but then I feel like I'm stretching out my words. Uh, so it's a little weird. It's weird when you have a delay that's like, you know, like 20 milliseconds or something. It makes me... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Fuck it. No more headphones. <laughs> Anyways, Drew had a lot of good time here today, so I'm gonna play another song. So, what should I play here? We had some dark stuff. We had some fun. Uh, let's see here. No big surprise here that I'm a fan of this track. Let's listen to a little bit of Lucaset. With radio.
Hey guys, guess what? We got to end the show, man. It's 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 done. So uh when do we learn today? All right? Cuz it's that time. We got 1 minute left to wrap this thing up. I'm going to throw my headphones off. And uh, let's just think about what we learned, all right? We learned that uh, Spider-Man has gone over to Marvel. Uh, we learned that Joe from the Ozone Late Night Podcast uh, has some opinions. We learned that Mike's Skype doesn't seem to work with mine. That Marco Merrick is tired because in Australia it's 3 in the morning. What else? Oh, that, that I got the goat sound working. That's exciting. Uh, I promise to add more samples into this thing when I get time. But, uh, you know how it is. I want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, tune in tomorrow, man. We'll have a, we'll have a good time. I gotta go pick up my kid from school. <laughs>